Hi, Lance Meekle, Founder and Managing Director of Generational, your pathway to wealth, health, and leaving a legacy. You're listening to the Family Office with Lance Meekle podcast, the podcast for those that are seeking a way of living that is healthier, enables you to be wealthier, and live your life whilst leaving behind a legacy. On this podcast, you're going to hear from people that understand the results of collaboration, synergies, wealth, and freedom that only a family office can produce. Family offices are the only entity that unites families and implements intergenerational wealth transfer and purpose, and Generational is the out-in-front leader to assist you. In the podcast, I'll make sure you have all the resources you need to move forward to having wealth, health, and leaving a legacy. So to get started, go to our website, genmfo.com, that's G-E-N-M-F-O.com, where you'll get heaps of free insights, you can request a free e-guide to get answers to all of your questions, and while on the website, visit our YouTube channel and watch our videos. For more amazing episodes, go to genmfo.podbean.com, that's G-E-N-M-F-O.podbean.com, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or your favourite podcast app. If you want to join our community and gain access to the patriarchs and matriarchs that I work with around the world, subscribe to my podcast. In the short term, if you wish to get started straight away, contact me personally via LinkedIn so we can get started. Thanks for spending some time with me listening to this episode of Why Not a Financial Planner or Accountant. Let's kick off with a bit of who am I and what permits me to speak as a subject matter expert on family offices. I'm Lance Meekle, Founder and Managing Director of Generational, a multifamily office I bring to generational extensive knowledge and experience in wealth management, marketing, sales, business startups and development, customer relationship management and business strategy. I have 35 years experience in sales, business development, senior management roles with multinational companies such as CSR, James Hardy and Borrell. I have extensive experience in founding and selling SME businesses and developing and implementing value creating strategies for SME businesses in Australia, United Kingdom and Malaysia. In addition to this business knowledge, I have three years' experience working for the ATO, assessing self-managed superannuation funds, small businesses, and individuals' taxation and compliance. I'm a graduate of the Australian Institute of Company Directors, Fellow of FINSIA, Certified Financial Planner, Self-Managed Superannuation Fund Specialist Advisor, Certified Financial Strategist, and an ASX Accredited Listed Products Advisor. I hold an MBA, and in my spare time, I'm a mentor to Queensland Government Small Business Mentoring for Growth Program, and I'm a representative on the ATO Small Business Consultation Panel. So what is Generational all about? Well, our story, the story of Generational, is about a passion to implement and facilitate a legacy and to empower people to live their lives. Generational has a reputation for bringing a network of professionals to the table who provide collaboration, synergy, and most importantly, proactive intergenerational solutions. Generational is a market-leading multifamily office, and I'll talk about the different types of family office models soon. Guiding and recognising family offices, we understand the unique challenges they face and how to address them. Our major investment at Generational is in relationships. Having founded Generational in 2016, my experience, qualification, and enthusiasm has enabled Generational to become a powerful resource that provides access to our knowledge, insights, and experience through an unparalleled global network of partners, 
dedicated to help family offices succeed wherever they are in the world. This all-encompassing role was integral to the establishment of Generational. So regular question, and here's one for the listeners. What is a family office? Well, a family office is a sing- referred to as a single integrated enterprise. Family offices have their roots since the 6th century. Later on, aristocrats called, them, uh, called on this type of service from the stewards creating the concept of stewardship that still exists today. But the modern concept of the family office developed in the 19th century in 1838. It was the family of financier and art collector J.P. Morgan, founded in the House of Morgan, to manage the family assets. In 1882, the Rockefellers founded their own family office, which is still in existence and provides services to other families. The expression family office, it covers all forms of organisation and services involved in managing large private fortunes. These can be organised either as family-owned companies in which the family wealth is pooled or as companies like Generational that provide affordable services solutions for all families while the family retains decision-making powers. So family offices are arguably the fastest-growing investment vehicles in the world today as families are increasingly seeing the virtue of setting one up. It is difficult to estimate how many family offices that there are in the world, but but know this, because of the various definition of what constitutes a family office, there are only single-figure thousands of family offices in existence globally due to the experience and expertise like we have at Generational that is required in operating one. The increasing concentration of wealth held by families across the globe are fueling their growth, particularly important in the years ahead will be the strong growth of family offices in emerging markets, where for the most part, they have yet to take hold, despite the plethora of large family businesses in these economies. Family offices are headed by a patriarch, which is the male, and or a matriarch, which is the female. Family offices are a notional entity. They're not a registered entity with a regulator. They're a notional entity. And they're a structure for intergenerational transfer of wealth and reduction of intra-family disputes. I thought I'd share with you an answer to a very popular question I get asked. And I said I'd talk to this point just a minute ago. And that is, what is a multifamily office and are there other types? Yeah, there are. There's three types of family offices. They are single family offices. And in its purest sense, a single family office is a private company that manages the financial affairs of a single family. Typically, a fully functional single family office will engage in all or part of the investments, fiduciary, trust and estate planning of a family. Many will also have a concierge function. The second type of family office provider is a multifamily office, which generational is. A multifamily office, it manages the affairs of multiple families, unlike a single family office, which multiple which deals with as I expressed, a single family's affairs. But like a single family office, the multifamily office might also manage the fiduciary, trust and estate businesses of multiple families as well as their investments. So some will also provide concierge services like we do at Generational. Most multifamily offices are commercial as they sell their services to other families. A very few are private multifamily offices whereby they are exclusive to a few families but do not open to other families. 
So over time, what's happened is the single family offices, they often become multi-family offices. And an example of that in Australia would be my family office, which is now part of mutual trust. It used to be a single family office. This transaction is often due to the success of the single family office, um, prompting other families to push for access. Economies of scale are also often easier to achieve through a multifamily office structure like generational, promoting some families to, ex, um, to accept other families into their family office structure. So you can amateurize cost across a multifamily office as a provider. And the third one is a virtual family office. Um, you know, their family is looking to achieve the benefits of a family office, managing their financial and other affairs, but don't want to set up an actual company to do so or have a company provide that is the services. So they opt for a virtual family office. This can be achieved by outsourcing all their services to external providers or services um, such as consultants. So how did I, Lancemaker, get involved in the family office sector? Well, that's exactly the heart of what this episode topic is all about. Why not a financial planner or accountant? So I started in 2006 in the financial services sector. Uh, I have all the quals of uh, on offer globally for a financial planner, and still I found myself in a situation where um, I just wasn't at all comfortable in being remunerated uh, or dealing with individuals, couples. Um, I knew there was a bigger purpose, but unfortunately I didn't know what that was. I identified it was a transactional-based uh, sector financial planning, uh, so I started on a journey of what am I going to do about this? Um, the financial planning business that I uh, was involved with, I co-founded that business and co-founded and owned that business um, for seven years, and it was growing rapidly until I got soul sickness. I identified and supported, there was a shift coming towards client empowerment, and I fully supported that shift. I'm a consumer myself, and lower cost needed to come in place with regulation, increasing costs and the digitization of advice. And I decided it was time to do something about that. I can't change the regulations, obviously. That's a, that's a, a, a political play. Uh, but I decided it was time to do something about uh, where I was heading, what I was doing, and getting out of bed in the morning motivated. So all my financial planning clients since 2006, uh, they were on annual retainers, no commissions. And even though the planners were happy to pay, when I went to terminate my clients because I had done all they'd paid for and all the cool kid stuff, the clients wanted me to stay, but my integrity and morals knew that there had to be more than doing just transactions. So that's the answer to this episode. Why not a financial planner or accountant? So in 2013-14, I spoke to and met with some of the key players in the family office sector across the globe. And in 2016, I commenced Generational, which is a multi-family office business. So I'm sure as listeners, um, a question that will come to mind is, what are the common triggers for starting a family office? And there are. There definitely are some common triggers, not, not in isolation, but definitely um, some constants. They are um, ensuring that, the, that wealth, whatever that is, is transferred to future generations. Uh, preserving family wealth, consolidating of assets, dealing with the sudden influx of, um, of liquidity, and solving family conflicts and increasing wealth management efficiency. 
So family offices have gained prominence because of wealth holding families' desire for greater control over their investments, fiduciary affairs, as well as their lifestyle management. It is completely diverse business from what accountants and or financial planners offer, which I'll talk to soon. So I'll share with the audience um, some of the attributes of a generational family office client to, to sort of set the scene as to what what are those attributes that we look for as a business and are quite normal and typical in the family office space. What you should take away is that having money and wealth is not even on our list. So some of the attributes uh, in no particular order, we look for the pride in establishing a legacy or a purpose, a desire to make a difference to the betterment of others, the clients are time poor. They're seeking security for what and who is important to them. Uh, interesting people that we deal with, people are more important than money. So they're interested in living their lifestyle, not what their money can get them or has has got them or will get them. They're interested in living their life, which is the tagline at Generational. The delegators, really important. So hence, having all the money in the world, believing that people have power uh, doesn't make it onto our list. The prospect of people who are contemplating a family office that want to deal with us, they have to be delegators. Um, they value integrity. And a really important one is social inclusion. They're committed to playing a role in empowering individuals to participate as fully as possible in society. That's one of our values at Generational. Uh, they enjoy simplicity and freedom that comes from having all their financial issues under the watchful eye of a, a trusted advisor. They have the ability to hear the truth, and that is a that is a real rare skill and necessity. You have to be able to hear the truth. They value the collaboration of the professionals that uh, that work together for their common purpose, and they have an appreciation of the time saving and reduction of grief that the management team meetings and the outputs from the family office um, produce. So the process that we go through a generational for setting up and the maintenance of a family office, and this varies across different family office providers, um, we establish uh, what we call the family compass. It's a set of guiding documents, policies, and rules that dictate how the family office will operate. So we look at the family office members and entities. So what are those entities? Um, is there a self-managed super fund? Is there an operating company? There's individuals, are there trust? Um, discretionary trust, direct unit trust, um, all the collective entities, and what are the members that we, we through the patriarch and or matriarch, wish to appoint to the management team. We look at what the appointment of the management team and their functions are going to be. Uh, we organise what meeting style, what venue and what frequency. So we're going to do virtual, we're going to do face-to-face -face, uh, when that's an option, uh, or we're only going to do virtual. Um, we create a charter, and when I say we create a charter, the management team, the members of the family create their charter. We don't uh, dictate what that charter is. We guide um, and we sort of facilitate um, the process. But everyone on that management team in the family that the patriarch and matriarch wish to include uh, collaborate and eventually uh, come up with their family office charter. Uh, a st strategic plan gets provided as to what the direction, the purpose, the goals is for the family office. What are the functions that are going to be done in-house versus outsourced and why? 
And the important part is the appointment of professionals, which is where generational comes to the table. With our, We have 17 silos that we provide services for to family office clients around the world. And our role is, part of our role, I should say, is to match up the, the right culture to create the collaboration for the goals, for the legacy, for the purpose of what the patriarch and matriarch are looking for in their family office. Investment decisions. Uh, so why not a financial planner or an accountant? This, this point will make it very clear. The time frame for investment decisions in a family office, short term is 20 years, medium term is 50 years, and long term is 100 years. So we consider the dividend levels and payout ratios of whatever those investments might be and what the purpose of that is and the timing of that is and what acquisition and management of private assets are going to occur and when are they going to occur and why. So as a person contemplating whether a family office or a financial planner or an accountant, why not a financial planner or an accountant? Um, as a certified financial planner, I've outlined some of the reasons why I no longer provide those services. The simple answer in one word is collaboration. With family offices, things get done, not referred, and not pushed back to you, the audience, to the prospect, to the person considering should I or shouldn't I start a family office. So the current model is you go from meetings to email to phone call to video meeting to phone call to email to meeting to phone call to video meeting, postbox, write letters, sign forms, and that just never, ever, ever changes because a financial planner and or an accountant are reactive and tell you what you need to go and get done. And at best, they will provide people for you to, to, to talk to and meet with. A family office model at Generational, what we do is we get those people around a table or on a video meeting and we collaborate to achieve in the right order, at the right time, with the right tax effectiveness, the outcomes that are required by the patriarch and the matriarch. The way I describe the benefits of what drops out of a family office is as follows. If you're at your eulogy and you're very comfortable with what you're hearing and what you're seeing, then fantastic. A family office is not for you. If, however, there are gaps in that eulogy and things that hurt and things you'd like to address, then in isolation, you either A, take on board a financial planner and or an accountant and do the work yourself and run around to all of those meetings, emails, phone calls, signatures, post boxes, etc. Or B, you outsource and delegate for a better outcome to a facilitator who brings the right people with the right culture for the right reason at the right time at the right cost to you to achieve what you would like in your for your legacy um, and inclusive of what you have ascertained as important in your charter. If you want my help in any way, shape or form, go to genmfo.com. That's G-E-N-M-F-O.com and interact. Please share this episode with anyone you care about so that they, like you, can have a pathway to wealth, health, and a legacy. Please leave an episode review at genmfo.podbean.com, Apple or Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app, and subscribe to not miss out on my latest episodes. 
Until my next episode, remember, if a pathway to wealth, health and a legacy is what you seek, generational is where you start. Thanks for listening.